Hey everyone, and thanks for tuning in to this week's message. My name's Aaron, and I'm on the staff team here at Eastlake. Everything we do around here depends on the generous donations of our local and online community. People just like you, who tune into these messages and see great benefit from living that idea that life is a gift and love is the point. So if you love what Eastlake is up to, we'd encourage you to contribute by going to eastlakecc.com. With that, let's jump into this week's message. Today, we hear from Kristen Birchinal and Heather Dugan as they begin our new series, A Conversation Between Friends. Please check the description for links to our quarterly Spotify playlist and guided meditation. Well, hey, Eastlake. It's Kristen, and I'm here this week and hopefully next week too um, to be talking with my friend, Heather Dugan. Um, Heather and I have been friends for years and years, and um, we have a friendship where we just talk about everything, um, the scary things, the funny things, just general life. And so as we're processing all of these things with East, like Heather's one of the people that I process with. And so I thought it would be fun um, for you guys, Eastlake, to kind of watch Heather and I have one of our conversations <laughs> I don't know how this is going to go. We might laugh a lot or tell weird stories or I just don't even know. Could be crying. We could cry. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to talk about necessarily. You have some ideas. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, you're just one of the people that I can freely just call like I have. Even recently, I called you in the car and I was like, what's happening to me? <laughs> I'm having all of these like feelings come up about my childhood and we just talk through everything so I appreciate that about you I appreciate you being willing to share um, especially on what we're going to start talking with today so thanks well, you're welcome I'm excited to be here um one of the things that I really appreciate about you is that in all aspects of life you are willing to try and experiment mm -hmm. and you are always also you're always moving mm -hmm. You're always moving towards something, after something, away from something. You're trying to get somewhere, and I appreciate that about you. And I was laughing because what we wanted to start talking about today was spiritual modalities, like ways of being spiritual. And as I was thinking about the word modality, I was thinking about working out <laughs> and how <laughs> Heather's one of my friends. You have tried like every type of workout there is right yeah like i can think of crossfit orange theory 24-hour fitness didn't you get one of those like mirror things on the wall <laughs> and i did bar and you did bar did not like bar um but like that's just your personality is you will go try something and see if it works yeah and so and i'm not usually like that i find like one thing that works and i like stick with it <laughs> i'm very loyal to all the things in my life including my workouts and my religion um so i wanted to start by just having you talk about when it comes to spiritual modalities what do you think first of all like what would you address those like what are those mm. and what are we trying to do do you think hmm. good question 
Spiritual modalities. <laughs> I mean, there's a million out there. And I think a lot of people will get stuck on a certain one and then uh, it's not working. And I think for me, I just do whatever feels like the next step for me until that doesn't work anymore. And then there's another step and then there's another one. So how do you know when it's not working for you? Like when you feel stuck? I feel stuck or I have, I navigate the world through feelings. And so it's been something that's really hard to just accept about myself. Like I am a person that really navigates the world by how I feel. And a lot of my life, a lot of people have told me, hey, you can't, uh, feelings aren't real and your feelings come and go and don't believe them. And so it's been hard for me to learn how to trust myself and to know how to trust my feelings and what I'm feeling. And so for me, going from a different modality to a different modality is pretty much based off of how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah. Which has led me to the point of saying, hey, I pretty much process the world through my feelings. <laughs> so I'm getting somewhere, but um, I think you know, when I first, I knew that I was spiritual at some point, like there was some, somewhere along the line, I couldn't get rid of like spirituality. And I really don't think anybody can, but everybody can, that's to everybody else's opinions. Um, and so I tried different things, you know, I first tried church, church wasn't the best for me. Then I became a missionary and I was like, okay, this is my next step. Then I did church again. Then we had, you know, this whole evolution of where we were then. Um, and when we changed as a church, and I mean, it wasn't like, oh, one shift. It was mm -hmm. like over and over, lots of change. I didn't have this big like falling out within myself of, oh, nothing's true anymore mm -hmm. because this has always been my life. Like I went to church because that worked and then I tried this because that worked. And so this isn't working anymore. Um, so I think where the biggest caveat has been is after this whole transition, it's like, what do we do now? And that is what I was feeling. And, and that not only me, but I could tell that everybody around me was You're feeling, talking the, at East. Yeah. yeah. And everybody around me was feeling the same thing. What Be, now? What now? And yeah. I could tell nobody knew the answer. That's what was like <laughs> the freaky part. Because usually you have one person that kind of knows the answer and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. we'll do that. But it felt like there wasn't an answer and there wasn't a solid answer for each individual person. So that's what was so weird about it. It was almost like everybody needed to kind of go their go. own way mm -hmm. and find their own path. And Which is interesting because that, I think that's hard when you're in a religion which is like a one size fits all. Like totally. this is the way. Mm -hmm. And so to be released from that, there is this kind of like sense of wandering and like, are we all going together yeah moving forward or wait they're going what are they doing wait who's going over uh -huh. there and it was very like uncomfortable at least for yes because mm -hmm. there's no because you go from a system that's black and white or it looks like it's black and white into yeah. like this very gray area and you're like i don't know what to do now and um so i remember thinking just give me a new like guru give me a new person to follow mm -hmm. so i started following all these like yeah what did you try things. like what kinds of things did you so experiment into oh gosh um <laughs> <laughs> well i started getting really into like energy work or intuitives 
Um, again, there's millions of intuitives, so they all have different messaging and different things because they're all just different people. Um, a lot of the new age stuff, like universe and things like that, um, just didn't work for me. The language didn't work. Not saying the concepts didn't work, but the language. Um, I did Wilderness Withins, which I think that that is a huge source of where I can connect spiritually. Um, so those are How's like... Why? Um, honestly, I feel like I've resonated a lot. And this has just been from what I've learned over the years. When I was a missionary in Australia, um, they, their indigenous people are called aboriginals. And I remember looking at them thinking, they know the way. <laughs> Because there was this totally different spirituality that they were living. And then I started thinking, well, that makes sense. They're the people of this land. And so then when I got out of that situation and came back here, I was like, so I wonder if Native Americans are the ones that know the way of the land. And a lot of the nature spirituality and um, wilderness within stuff is based off of the land and the four directions and um, being connected to nature. Um, really it's going out and because it's taking a little bit higher than what your question is but the only way i know how to explain it is my current thought about god <laughs> now this is current thought could change so nobody hold me to this it's changed a lot over my life is um and spirituality is having a connection to yourself because if you're not connected to yourself you can't be connected to other people and then that connection to self and to others and a connection to God. Now, I feel like to do that is consciousness, but a lot of the stuff that we're trying to get away from or that like are the habits that we're living out that keep us separated from ourselves is in our subconscious. So part of the thing about the wilderness within is you get access to your subconscious. And the first thing that you need is access because we don't have it because when we're kids, that's when our subconscious is made and everything in that range of life has no language because it's all felt expression and it's all through feelings. So we're, because we're kids because we're kids. Yeah. We don't know any logical mind. We don't know the reason anything happens. Mm -hmm. So we're just feeling everything, taking in the world through feeling and sensing. So all of that is in our subconscious. So a lot of us are like, well, why can't I just logically think my way out of these things I don't want to do? And it's like, well, because it's stuck in your subconscious and in your feeling self. And then we don't have access to it all the time. So the wilderness within provides access to your subconscious mind. So then you can integrate it into your conscious mind. Um, so that has been huge for me. Um, and then there's modalities that people are using that don't work for Yeah, me. I was going to ask you, like I... When I was kind of saying, I saw people going this way and this way and that way, there were things that I was naturally like, oh, that sounds interesting to me and I would want to learn more about that. And then there were other things that I was like, that does not sound like me. Right. Um, and I was curious your thoughts on like what things didn't fit you and at what point do you like push beyond being uncomfortable totally. to try something or at what point are you like, no, I need to stay true to what feels right to me. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, I am kind of, <laughs> it feels like a spiritual junkie. Like I want to try everything. That's why I'm talking to you and about because, it because I'm not that way. Oh, so. and I get super envious of people that have great spiritual experiences because I'm like, oh, I want that too. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and so when a lot of people that I know started, you know, doing um, plant medicine journeys or things like that, um, I was one wanting to do it because I want the spiritual experience. Um, but I also had some experiences in my past when I was younger. Um, again, this is kind of different than a plant medicine journey, but it was still, mm -hmm. um, cause those are facilitated more for the spiritual experience. I was just doing it recreationally. Um, but I had some experiences where I felt like I was losing my mind and to be so young and detached from reality, um, it scared me. Mm -hmm. So when, when people started doing those, I really wanted to, um, but I just didn't, I, I could not feel good about it. And so I asked some of my in, like intuitive friends and, um, they were like, yeah, I don't think it's a good fit for you right now. Or, hmm. and, um, and of course, then I had to work through stuff within myself because for me, <laughs> when I can't do something, I then will start judging the people that are doing it so I can keep my own boundaries. It's a terrible thing, but I realized it and I was like, oh, so I'm all mad at them for their spiritual experience. <laughs> when I see what they're going through and, you know, it is producing love and light and all the things that we're looking for. And, um, but I just had to set up a boundary for myself because... I think there are other ways. I think that plant medicine for sure is the same thing as accessing your subconscious, the same thing we're trying to do with the wilderness within. Um, and when I finally figured that out was I got a new spiritual director and he's, that's the other thing you've done. Oh yeah. Lots of spiritual directors. Yeah. <laughs> spiritual direction, new which one. is like, it's an actual thing for people yeah. who don't know what spiritual directors are yeah They're trained and but anyways you're seeing one now that you really yeah like. what's so funny is when we started going through all the transitions at east lake my spiritual director was a, an episcopalian deacon and she was in her 70s loved her <laughs> and then now um i'm seeing another guy and he all of his stuff is really based on this accessing your subconscious through your feelings hmm. and what so he, that's a good fit for you Perfect fit. <laughs> but what I realized when I started doing it was I'm like, oh, this is exactly what they're doing with plant medicine. It's where it opened my eyes to all these different modalities. And the whole reason we're doing them is to access our subconscious so we can really integrate. And I have a friend who has done both. Um, she has a new spiritual director that she says, I just cry there. And it's so weird. I don't like to cry. And as she said, the only way I can describe it is like the feeling I have after a plant medicine journey. And I'm like, yeah, it's the same <laughs> as accessing your subconscious. So it's all these different modalities that you can use, but you have to just figure out kind of what one works for you. I don't think everybody's the same. Yeah. Hey Eastlake, Peter here. Thanks so much for tuning in to watch this message. I wanted to do just a quick interruption to say thank you to so many of you who are making regular contributions to Eastlake. Eastlake is a nonprofit and everything that we do is because of a community of consistent and generous people who really believe in this place and want to see it continue. So uh, if you're a part of that community, thank you for how you make this place go. If you are tuning in regularly and are part of this community, but you haven't yet um, jumped in to making a financial contribution, we would encourage you to do that and encourage you to go to eastlakecc.com to help support Eastlake as a community and continue to make these messages possible. Thanks so much for uh, letting me interrupt your message. Let's jump back in. It's 
for some people, there might be this obstacle of like, not an obstacle, that's not the right word. Um, some of the things that I've heard and I have felt too is like, I don't, now that I have kind of separated from organized religion, I don't feel the need for something else. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> my question in my head was, till when? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's true. <laughs> Again, there's seasons. Yeah. But that was just funny. I had to let you know because it was like, oh yeah, for a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes. That's I've had because I've had some people say that like I just don't feel the need to fill that space. That's with great. Something else. I was curious what your thoughts were on that. No, I think that's great for them. I'm a discontent person, so <laughs> <laughs> I think that's wonderful for them. If they just don't feel like that's a part of their life that's lacking or mm-hmm. like they're super fulfilled, great. I mean. You don't have to, like, fill it up with something else. Um, How do you feel like, you've talked about integrating. How do you feel like you have integrated um, all of these things that you have now tried, experimented with, the things that worked for you at one point, and then you moved on and did something else? How do you feel like they all end up integrating together? Hmm. Um, Because I even, like, the other day we were talking And you said, I'm not, maybe won't use the exact words, but this is the impression that I got from you. (laughs) Tell me if I'm wrong. I think you said, I prayed because I needed God to show me something. And then you were telling me about like what happened. Yes. Afterwards. Regardless of the story, I was like, ooh, that's so interesting. That like, that's still the language that you use and feel comfortable with and, um, so I think what I'm saying is I appreciate how you're like, oh, this person told me this. And then when I did that, I learned this. And when I tried this, this is what I took from that. But how have you been able to integrate? Is it just like whatever remains true to you over yeah. time? Is that what it is? I don't know. That's a good example. Um, yeah, I do pray. But there was a whole year and maybe a half in there that I did not pray at all. And I used to pray all the time. Yeah. And so... Um, you went to the International House of Prayer. Yeah, the International House of Prayer, yeah. <laughs> I pray all the time. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know why I keep what I keep. I think, again, it works for me. Mm-hmm. So typically, like, if I pray, I don't know. It seems like it works for me. Like, it seems like I get an answer, and maybe it's just... It takes me a while to decide to pray. Mm -hmm. And then it's kind of like I'm at the end of myself a little bit. And so maybe that's why it works. Because my eyes are so open at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also think I'm just very curious about life in general. Like I'm curious about why people think what they think. Mm -hmm. Why people do what they do. And so that constant paying attention um, helps me know like prayers are answered. Um, but I don't really have a great answer as to why I do what I do. It's probably just the things that work. Like, right. Like I don't have my spiritual director who is Episcopalian deacon. Yeah. It just isn't a fit anymore. So it's not going to work. Yeah. But there'll be stuff that I remember her saying that I'm like, oh, that I'll hang on to. Yeah. So I think it's just, I don't know. Sometimes I think some of my things are made up, but I really (laughs) don't believe them. 
Well, maybe it's not made up. Maybe it's just... It's just my thoughts. It's just your thoughts. Like, yeah. you can also have truth inside of you. Yeah. That you don't need someone else to, like, well, say yeah. to you. Well, yeah, because when you were saying that earlier, I was thinking... Well, I think Jesus was like a was somebody that was brought to earth to raise consciousness. I also think the Buddha was somebody that was brought to earth to raise consciousness. I don't like hang my hat on any specific thing anymore. Mm -hmm. But I also, if I like am very scared, I'll use the words Jesus. I won't use the words Buddha just because of what my upbringing is. Yeah. Because I think you can't get that all, you can't get it all out of you. Yeah. And I bet if something terrible was happening to people, mm -hmm. you'd probably start praying too. Yeah. You know, because it's just in your no, I remember, stream. I remember someone saying that, someone who had been pretty far removed from Christianity when like shit hit the fan and they were like, I definitely prayed. Like, yeah. <laughs> I definitely prayed like the way I used to when yeah. I was a kid. And maybe yeah. that's part of the subconscious thing that we're trying to figure out is that there's some comfort in the things that... Yeah. You've always had. Well, and you don't have to throw everything out either. Yeah. Like, of course, some of that stuff, I'm like, oh, I'm sure. Like, I don't <laughs> believe it at all. <laughs> you know? I just don't. Yeah. But again, that's... Because some of it just doesn't make sense to me. And so I just go by what makes sense. And again, about what I feel is true. Which mm -hmm. a lot of people would be like, ugh, you're going off your feeling and not things that are true. And I'm like... This is how I've learned how to navigate the world. Yeah. And I can't change it. I'm 40. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. Which I think is why we're such interesting friends. Because I'm way dominated by my thoughts. And so I'm guessing that's probably why I call you. <laughs> I also think and that's why we worked really well together. Yes. <laughs> we were well-rounded yeah, as one person <laughs> we were thoughtful and feeling <laughs> together yeah um hmm. yeah I think the challenge for me has been how to include the things that still make sense mm. and not have any sort of like I think what happens to me this is me see I'm all in my head um I have these like reactions in my head to the things that I no longer like ascribe to. Mm -hmm. um, so I appreciate encountering people who have integrated better than I have, mm. who can use words and say, oh, some of that is still good. And some of that I, you know, wouldn't be good for me. Mm. I don't know. I wonder too if... This is what I'm learning from my spiritual director. If you just have curiosity toward, oh, I had a reaction there. Mm -hmm. Like, that's interesting. I wonder why. Because yeah. I've started doing that with myself and my, like, I'm an Enneagram 4, if anybody knows what that is. <laughs> Deep-rooted envy, jealousy. It's super fun. Oh. It is. That's not the only thing about yeah, but, though. But that's the part I want to talk about. Um, but when I feel envy, I'm mm -hmm. like, Hmm. Interesting. What is that? Why am I feeling that? Yeah. Like, what is it? Is, am I actually envious? Do I want to do that thing? Is yeah. there something there I want to try? Is there... So instead of me just like... Because the biggest problem we have is we're judging our feelings. And so 
and judging your feelings as like good or bad mm-hmm. is what keeps them all bundled up and tight. Mm-hmm. So if you can just be open to, I'm not going to put any words to this, that it's good or bad. I'm mm-hmm. a human being and I'm having an experience. Yeah. And then when you ask the experience, like, okay, why do I feel like just being curious and gentle with yourself? Mm-hmm. Then you can let those parts of yourself kind of integrate better too. Because yeah. the thing is we, we want to feel all the good feelings and feel none of the bad feelings. Yeah. And that's exactly the opposite of integrating because there's so much deep, like power, wisdom, knowledge in the feelings that we have deemed as bad. Yeah. And it's all part of the human experience. Yeah. Because you can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. You can't have this expansion without this contraction. And so these are leading you to more of this. So all the things that we label as bad are leading us to where we're trying to go. Yeah. I've been, you and I have talked a lot recently about parenting, but that was one of the things that I was, I spent a lot of time thinking about the, like, how we teach, we approach our kids as if they are good or bad or being good or being bad and how there's just this, there's just this, everything needs to be included. Mm-hmm. There's not, it doesn't need to be a negative association with these feelings of anger or sadness or, you know, that kind of stuff that yeah. is really hard to let go of those things that have been imprinted in us culturally. And Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and they're so deep in us that it's, we don't even know we're doing it. Yeah. That's why we have to you and I at least are working on um, unwinding some of those things so that we can consciously make a different decision. Yeah. Then, Um, Well, I do know we want to talk more about that before we wrap up like the spiritual modality things. I guess I want to, you said something about how um, you wanted that experience. We were talking about the plant medicine Mm -hmm. journeys. What do you think is the like spiritual experience that we're, that we are longing for? What is it that you want? Is it that connection to yourself? Mm-hmm. But what is it that makes the experience that it feels spiritual? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, you know, we used to always say everything is spiritual, but what makes something spiritual? What makes it a spiritual experience? Um, well, it's interesting because was it you that I asked, like, what do you want more than anything? Oh, I asked somebody what they wanted, like what would make like their underlying need. Mine is freedom. Hmm. And somebody else said something different. And I hmm. thought it was so weird because I was like, oh, not everybody wants to be free. <laughs> like that was so interesting to me. And so I think it is like, I think the spiritual experience that we're all seeking is to fully embody our own presence, like fully embody our own being our own self, be able to be whatever we want in the world, not care about other people's thoughts or feelings or opinions, and just be the expression of God, you know, that we're here to be. Hmm. And I think that's where... So these modalities are things that are trying to get you to that place where you feel like you're the fullest expression of who you were meant to be. Yes. So if a spiritual director can get you there, if a plant medicine experience can get you there, if a worship service can still get you there or like are all all of those things included do you yes, think yeah i think so for sure H- haven't you ever been to a concert like yeah. before mm-hmm. church before i was into church 
I remember I would be at Dave Matthews at the Gorge <laughs> with just full hands up. I mean, feeling like he's playing satellite. First time I ever heard it. I mean, a total spiritual experience. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing. You can have a spiritual experience doing anything. You could be sitting outside gardening. My mom does that. Yeah. You know, where you're just experiencing the fullness of who you were meant to be. Yes. And this connection to something, I think it's also feeling the connection to a greater oneness mm -hmm. or even like the earth or something um, bigger than ourselves kind of feeling. Do you think it's something that we're supposed to chase after or just be aware of when it happens? Or um, what do you think? I think it's your choice. <laughs> I definitely Chase am chasing after. it. There's I'm no more way. like, ooh, I, I love that that just happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm a chaser. Yeah. Um, but again, half the reason we're here is to integrate and then use whatever we've learned yeah. to help others. And so my experience is different than your experience. Yeah. So what I'm here to offer the world is going to be different than your, what you're here to offer the world. Yeah. Yeah. I do love that answer of like whatever gets you to be in the full expression of yourself the way God intended you to be the way you were created to be by the universe or however you want to view it yeah. um I think that's helpful and whether you want to chase after it or receive it when it happens to you good for you if you can get there yeah Thank you for sharing. Oh, yeah, Thanks for letting welcome. me ask you questions. I loved it. <laughs> Thanks for being a chaser and someone who experiences everything so I can watch and be like, ooh, no, I'm not going to do that. Ooh, I could maybe try that. I appreciate having a no friend problem. like you. <laughs> um, so Eastlake, hopefully that was helpful for you to hear us just banter about how we're approaching spirituality these days. Um, and we look forward to being with you again next week. Thank you for joining us. To make a donation, head to eastlakecc.com slash donate.